welcome to the Raven Book Read Podcast. We are three sisters who love to read and talk about all things books. And we do a great deal of laughing, laughing, along the way, <laughs> laughing along the way. Today we will be discussing a random book topic. What instrument did you play in school? Because we all played an instrument. Yes. Why did we play an instrument? <gasps> Mom and Dad? Mom and Dad made us. Did they make us? Yes. Because I don't remember being forced to. I just remember, maybe it was that subliminal forcing. They were like, hey, yeah. when you get to seventh grade, you get to be in band. Sixth was it sixth grade? grade. Sixth, sixth grade. grade. Maybe I started late. Nope. I won't yeah. start in sixth grade. Yeah, so maybe it was just that. Like, yeah. You get to be in band. It was like, oh, yay, that's something I want to do. Is it? I think it was like you started in six, and then if you wanted to do something else in high school, you could do something else. But in middle school, you did you did band. You played an instrument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, honestly, you know what I think it comes from? I think it comes from dad really wanted to learn how to play an instrument, and he never got the chance to. Oh really? Oh, I, I think, think that's I what that. it, I think that's what it comes from. Fun fact: I didn't start band until seventh grade. Why, Why not? not? Because I was in fifth grade in Bitburg. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Nothing's needed more. <laughs> Sixth grade. Backstory: Lisi had to go back to elementary <laughs> school. <laughs> we moved to Japan. And in the on the base in Japan, they only had an elementary school and a high school. And the elementary school was K eight through six. six. They had a middle school. Middle school was still seventh through eighth. It was just combined with the high school. Right. But it was a completely different building and from from system. the elementary school. From the elementary school. Yes, yes, so yes, like, yes, yes. Like middle yeah. school was it was still part of the high school because it was the same principal, the same like yeah. teachers and yeah. all that stuff, but so when no, we were... different teachers. Okay, fine. Different teachers. And different section of the school was devoted to 7th and 8th graders. Yeah, but they were under the same administrator, so same therefore administrator. it's the same school. Yeah. yeah. So where we lived in Germany, Lisi in 5th grade was in middle school, because our elementary school went K through 4, and then middle school was 5 through 8. Mm-hmm. And so she had 5th grade in middle school, and then when we moved to Japan, she had to go back to elementary school for 6th grade. Which, in hindsight, I am okay with. You know, I'll joke about it. I went back to elementary <laughs> school going from having seven different teachers in fifth grade to one teacher in one classroom and all that stuff. But honestly, I was okay with it. Because I was, I was struggling in fifth grade. There, oh. were, there were many times. Because I don't... We had a rotating schedule. Oh, yeah. That was the year we had the rotating it, schedule. It threw me off every... Like, at least once every, like, two weeks or something. Well, even now when I think about it, like, okay, in fifth grade, yeah, I hit middle school and I did seven periods, seven classes a day, and I think about, like, my oldest son is in fifth grade now, and I imagine him having seven classes of it. Oh my goodness, no. (laughs) He is not ready for seven teachers. He's not ready for that. Nope. There were, there were so many times that I would forget what day it was and what comes up next. And so there were a couple times where I was, like, grabbing my lunch and walking to the lunchroom and I'm seeing nobody outside <laughs> because it is not lunchtime. <laughs> so I'm running back into the classroom and being like, 
Sorry. <laughs> so do you still have anxiety dreams about middle school? No, but I think that it was, it's a core memory <laughs> at this point. <laughs> because I was so embarrassed. And that, like, I just couldn't, oh. like, remember. And I couldn't keep on that schedule with everything changing. Maybe that's where my change anxiety comes from. Because... I bet there was some childhood trauma there. There's childhood trauma. Anyway. Um, so you started in seventh grade. So I started in seventh grade. You started band in seventh grade. What instrument did you play, Lizzie? I played the flute. <laughs> Flutey, flute, flute. I was a flautist. A flautist. <laughs> a flautist? That's, that's a Mexican dish. Flautist. Mmm, flautist. flautist. <laughs> anyway. Why yes. did you choose the flute? Because it was dainty and, and pretty, and I was a heavier set. I saw I'm heavier set girl, and so I thought, I want something super dainty to counteract my body shape. Also, just, I thought it was, I, I just liked it. And when, uh, with Mr. Forbes, who was the band director, and he was the band director for all the years that I was in band and in choir, Oh, you only had Mr. Forbes. I only had Mr. Forbes. Oh. No, I love Mr. Forbes. Oh, okay. He came, he came to my wedding. I know he did. I know he did. I was his TA, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah. He, when we were picking out our instruments, he, you could, like, test out, like, the mouthpiece of different ones, and it was like, no, I want to do the flute, and I, when I tried to... That's like a good way to get cold sores. But they were cleaned before COVID. Before this way before <laughs> COVID, <laughs> I like I tested out the the flute mouthpiece and I was able to play it very well. Like well, not very well, but like I was able to make sound. I'm like yeah, that's like that's, that's half the battle. Yeah, that's I only get I a sound do. out of a flute like five percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> if I play, I have try to, to play. bang it on something. First. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's yours. Yeah. So, I played the baritone saxophone. I started in sixth grade. Um, I'll be honest. Who was your band teacher in sixth grade? Um, his name was Mr. Daly. Um, and then I think I had... Wait, because when you were in sixth grade, I no, was wait. in eighth grade. You had Mr. Mr. Betch. Betch. So I had Mr. Betch in sixth grade then. I had Mr. Daly in seventh. And then I think we had someone else in eighth. It was a lady. Because I, I had a different band teacher every year until I got to Mr. Forbes. So when I first said I wanted to do the baritone saxophone, honestly, in my mind, I was picturing a bass clarinet. Oh. I was picturing a bass clarinet in my mind, but I, like, mistook the name, and uh -huh. I said baritone saxophone. And he, and he told me they, at that point in time... The school's baritone saxophones were still getting like repaired, and so we didn't have them in yet. And there was me and one other kid who wanted to do the baritone saxophone too, and so he was like, "We'll have you start on the tenor sax until those come back, and then we'll get you switched over to the berry." Um, and so for the first couple months, I did the tenor sax, and then when the baritone saxophone showed up, like I loved it. And so, yeah. and I was, I'm not going to tell anyone that's not, that's not the instrument I was thinking of. <laughs> I was not that. Um, but, and so I'm not going to tell anyone I made a mistake. <laughs> um, so after a couple months, I got the berry sax. The other kid who, who was originally on the berry sax, he decided to stick with the tenor sax. And so I got the berry sax. 
and I played it all seven years. Mr. Forbes was very, very hard on me. I was really? a very good player. I, I played very well for what the music required of a baritone saxophone player because uh -huh. I'm a baseline instrument. All I gotta do is bum, 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 <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> That's the extent of my skill level that I need to have, and I did it really well. That's why you're so good at math, because you can count those. Boom. I know how to count rest real well. Up yeah. to four. Um, so Mr. Forbes was hard on me. Probably, I would like to think it's because he knew I could do better than the <laughs> effort I was putting in, uh, because the, the music that I was given did not require anything more of me, mm -hmm. right? So, which I always thought it was terribly unfair when we had to compete to, uh, get to honor band that I was playing the same music that alto saxes were playing. To, really? Yeah, to audition for Honor Band. You mean Far East Music? Yeah, Far East Music. Gotcha. Which is Honor Band. Okay. Um, you, like, the music that I was using to audition was the same music that every saxophone player had to play. That's interesting. So it was like... Um, never in my life have I had to play this before. I'm a baritone saxophone. Like, don't you, like... Do you want to see how long I can hold my breath? <laughs> see how long I can, like, blow out a note? Because I've perfected that. I can go 16 measures. Like, let's do this. Dang. That's impressive. I could, go six, I could go really long. There was Well, and of course, like, we're small school, small band. I was the only one playing the note at that time, so there was no, like, alternating or anything. I had to just push through and do it. And, yes, I have. I had very wonderful lungs. <laughs> lungs and diaphragm. Yeah, so I was, I was, and I was able to do it. I was like, do you want, do you want to see that? Or do you want to see me play at, like, 20 measures of quarter notes? Like, I don't, this is, like, this is crazy stuff. Like, this isn't even in a register that a baritone sax really sounds good on. <laughs> anyway. And what did you play? And? Trumpet. <laughs> the trumpet. Why um, did you pick the trumpet? So, when I, in sixth grade, when we were doing the, like, instrument selection, we were asked to write down our list of the top three choices, right? And my original list was flute, clarinet, trumpet, in that order, right? And then I turned it in, and it wasn't until, and I, like, I remember thinking about it all day at school, and I'm like, I'm gonna get my first choice. Do I want to play the flute? Do I want do I want to be that kind of person? I'm like <laughs> having this like existential crisis. Am I of, a like, flautist? Am I a flautist? Is that who I want to be? This like frilly <laughs> person? No offense to flautists. They're fabulous and it's hard to play a flute for sure. Yeah. But I just had this thought of, do I, is that who I want to be? And then I thought, there are so many buttons. <laughs> So I remember I going back to the band room and finding Mr. Betch and just saying, can I rearrange my order? And so I swapped trumpet and flute. And so I got my first choice, and so I played trumpet. I actually played coronet. No. Yeah. Yeah, the coronet. Um, because they didn't have any more trumpets. And so I played that for a while, and I loved it. I thought it was awesome, because it's a little bit of a 
lower. It's um, just a bigger trumpet. Yeah, right? it's just a little bit of a bigger trumpet. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I played the trumpet and I I loved it. I I appreciated the three buttons because it it made sense to me. Like yeah, I know exactly where they are at all times. My fingers <laughs> don't leave them. They don't move anywhere. Like they don't move off of the keys, right? Yeah. Like sometimes with like the clarinet, you have to, like your pinkies do crazy things. Oh yeah, you gotta yeah. have really yeah. strong pinkies. Yeah, <laughs> it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's nuts. Um, so I appreciated the. I appreciated the trumpet and the three buttons and my fingers stayed on the, on the pads and. But is that why your pinkies are weak now? Probably, yeah, hundred uh, percent why I have weak pinkies. <laughs> so I only did band um, until my sophomore year, and I remember my sophomore year, not that I volunteered to be like third trumpet, like that was the part that I played, but Miss Matthews was like, "Yeah, you can play third trumpet because we need that like, strong harmony." piece. I'm like, yeah, sure, okay. It was a nice way to say, you suck, do this. <laughs> um, but I didn't, yeah, I didn't do band uh, when we moved to Iwakuni, and I definitely didn't do it when we went to Misawa, because I'm like, mm-hmm. no, that's it. Um, I didn't do any music in I Iwakuni. Oh. I did choir um, sophomore year. I don't think I did choir my freshman year, but I did choir my sophomore year with Miss Matthews, and then I did choir my senior year with Mr. Forbes. But now I play lots of instruments. Yeah. I collect them. My favorite is I taught myself how to play the harmonica. That's yeah. probably my favorite one. Like, if I wanted to pick up an instrument and play something, I'd pick up the harmonica and I'd play something on the harmonica. And I went to school for music for two and a half years. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? I'm almost getting done with my bachelor's in communications. <laughs> hey, you've got some good singing pipes on you. You do. You do have a good voice. Should we actually draw our book topic? Yeah, after that whole thing. Guys. I got a new pen. Yeah, for our, it's for our, for our topics because it, it's bigger and it goes like this. <laughs> and it's a hexagon. It is a hexagon. And the hexagons are the bestagons. All right, what's your favorite time of day to read? All the times. <laughs> Any time. Quiet times. Or what time of day do you read the most off most often? At two a.m. <laughs> I do all my best of two a.m. <laughs> right now, I probably read the most at night before I go to bed. Yeah. Which is also the worst time to read because I sit there for twenty minutes and then I'm passing out. But with working all day, doing things around the house, prepping for semester to start, and then the semester starts, I don't have a lot of time to read. Read, so at night. Is when I do it, or when I take the train to campus. Yeah, I stick by my two a.m. <laughs> I uh, so like finishing school this last year didn't have time to read because it like it like it, it takes up so much of your day, right? And I like no, I was trying to finish a master's degree in less than a year, so mm-hmm. there was no time for fun reading. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I. Like, and I still do a lot of audiobooks, and I listen to them mm-hmm. as I'm getting ready in the morning, and I listen to them on my drive, so it, like, it's great, and it's not just, like, the same songs over and over and over again. So I'll listen to audiobooks then, but if I'm reading, reading a book, more often than not, it's, like, I'm done with dinner, and I'll pick up something, and I'll, I'll start reading it, um, kind of in the evening-ish time, um, but then kind of the same thing, I start to head nod, and I fall asleep. And so, uh, more often than not, like, I'll start reading before I go to bed, and if 
it doesn't start putting me to sleep, then I am reading through the night. And there have been more times, you know, that like, oh, just one more chapter. Mm-hmm. It's, it's true, right? And like, it happens to everybody. You're like, mm-hmm. oh. And at 2 a.m., you make a, a decision of this is how my day is going to go. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am accepting the fact that I am just going to be a tired, exhausted zombie tomorrow, but this book will be finished tonight because I can't mm-hmm. stop at this point. Yep. Usually that decision is made about 1 o'clock. <laughs> at 1 o'clock, I'm like, mm, this might still be salvageable. I might still be a real human person tomorrow. But if it's 2 a.m., like, no, this is this is the decision I've made for my life. <laughs> um, my favorite time is really just any time I get a good section, like a good long set of time that I can sit and read undisturbed. Mm. More often than not, that's the evenings. Um... Sometimes it, well, it used to be the afternoons where it was like, okay, all our morning stuff is done. After lunch is quiet time, a.k.a. screen time. Go be occupied. <laughs> and I could sit and I could read for like a couple of hours straight. Yeah. That's my favorite time is when I can have a couple of hours straight. Right now it's after kids are in bed and I'm reading and then it's like I'm all of a sudden like... I think, oh, when I first, when I started My Plain Jane a couple weeks ago... Mm-hmm. Like, I opened it, I was like, okay, alright, we got plenty of time to read. I got like two or three pages and I fell asleep. I'm like, god dang it! I'm never gonna finish this book! <laughs> so, just anytime. Sunday afternoons. That's uh, that's another... Well, I do like reading Sunday afternoons. That's a big, big weekly reading date I have. There have been several times Saturday mornings... And it's usually because mm-hmm. I have fallen asleep Friday night reading. Well, there, there have been times where I, I recognize I'm getting to the good part of the book. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm, you know, so many chapters away from the end, but I'm falling asleep. And that's when I make the conscious effort of, I'm, I want to be fully present for the end of this book. Yeah. And so I will close the book on purpose, set it aside, and then get a decent night's sleep and then when I wake up Saturday morning it's and we're back and open it up and now we're going to finish this so that I can go on with the rest of my day (laughs) and not be distracted all day long yeah and not be distracted and thinking about what's gonna happen who's killing who (laughs) (laughs) have you ever like planned an all-night reading session yes have you Anne? planned how like you are getting a brand new book, and I am reading this book when I get it, because I have to read it. I mean, it's like, planned as in, like, I've been looking forward to this all day, and this is what I'm doing with my evening. Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've done that. And, like, read through the night into the next morning, basically pulling an all-nighter reading. I mean, it hasn't gotten, like, that extreme. I don't think I've ever pulled an all-nighter all-nighter. I think the You've latest... You've never done an all-nighter? The latest I think I've ever stayed up reading reading was probably like 4 a.m. But it was like a Friday night and I, you know, fell asleep and then I slept until noonish. But No, I think the last time was the the last book I read The Last Map Maker. Um, and it was one I was listening to the audiobook and the audiobook was pissing me off and so I had to, <laughs> I had to shut it down and I had to pull out the book. I had stopped the audiobook on my way home, listening to it, and then I pulled out the physical book and I started reading it. And then I realized I had a previous engagement with some friends and stuff. And, <laughs> and so I went to that and I actually was only there for like 20 minutes or so. And I'm like, I am going to go home. <laughs> I, 
I have something I need to do at home. <laughs> so I went home and I finished reading it that night. I have a chore. I have yeah. that. I, I, I realized I double booked myself. I'm so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I listen. think that was the last time that I was like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to finish this okay. book. In. But even uh, then, it only took me to like one. What's the uh, latest slash earliest in the morning? All right, go. Okay. it's It wasn't that. It wasn't that bad. It was three in the morning. That's not that bad. But Wait, it was like... When you ended or when you started? <laughs> that I ended. Okay. But I started at like nine. And it was... In the evening? In the evening. Okay. Yes. So I I want to say it was... Yeah, it, it had to be a Tuesday. Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. <laughs> Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> Books come out on Tuesdays. Like the brain bug, that's what they I do. I love that you know that. I feel like that... Is that never, common that's knowledge? Never, no, I've never... Like, that's never been a thing that I've had to know. Like, oh, this book releases Tuesday. It's it's something that I've noticed. Like, oh, I've the book like, is coming out on this day. Oh, hey, it's a Tuesday. I'm look up. I'm waiting for a book that I had pre-ordered. Like, is it? Twenty bucks it? says it's released on a Tuesday. I believe you, but I'm like, it, that's a thing. Books come out on Tuesdays. I've I've marked like I've noticed like oh it comes out on this date. Yeah. I'm you know okay that's in a couple weeks, but I haven't ever like looked it up. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Hey, the last book I was waiting to come out, it came out on a Friday. Okay, but that was a Kindle book. It and was that's... a Kindle book. <laughs> They're weird. Anyway. They're weird. <laughs> so it was a Tuesday I had gotten... No, it was a Wednesday that I got it because it was Amazon and they were delivering it the day after. Which was fine. <laughs> um, Only partially perturbed. <laughs> well, I was, I was partially perturbed because it was the next Sarah J. Mass book in the Throne of Glass series. Ah. Uh... No, no, it wasn't. Sorry, I. I it Time was away. a court of wings and ruin. Oh, yeah. It was, I see that. It was that one. Yeah, and that means nothing to me. It's so, the, the third book. The third book and two book. ends in kind of a really big cliffhanger, mm. as like, most yeah. book twos do. Yeah. Like, like, oh snap! <laughs> oh, kind of. Oh, you done messed up. <laughs> oh, you done messed up. A A Ron. Yeah. So I had done. I had gotten the book. I had also scheduled to have like a buddy read with two of my friends, one who lives in Minnesota and the other who lives in Texas. And we were doing like this book comes out this day. Let's have a let's have an all night reading session. We'll check in about midnight. See how we're doing. And how are you doing? Are you emotionally wrecked yet? Yeah, pretty much. But I got to about three o'clock in the morning and I I texted my friends. I'm like, guys. Sorry, I gotta call it. I gotta go to bed. Because that next day, Sarah J. Mass was going to the King's English bookstore, and she was having a... It was, like, her book tour stop for this book, and I was going to it. Oh, okay. So, because I had purchased... I had purchased it from Amazon that I was gonna have her sign, and then I actually bought a second book for another friend who... I was going to get it signed and personalized and I was going to send it to her. Like she, so nice of you to... I know. We're not friends anymore. So, that was a planned... <laughs> Josh, I, I'm going to be staying up and this is what I'm going to be doing. Um, I will try to keep things like the, the volume level low, but this is, this is what's happening. I tried to keep my gasps to a minimum. Yes. <laughs> I had to go to work, too. So I had to go to work the next morning, and then the event in the evening, and then I think I finished the book when I was, like, that night, the next night. Samantha? 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and did you fall asleep, or did you 
star, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was a Friday night. Nick and I were um, married, but no children yet. And he was going on a camping trip with the scouts. <laughs> because he was part of a scout troop that decided that we do an overnighter once a month. I know, poor Nick. Oh. <laughs> um, so it was one. It was their overnighter for the month. Mm-hmm. I think I had just gotten a couple of. I'm pretty sure they were Tamora Pierce books. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> some of her, some of her ones that I had just gotten, or like a collection of a couple of books that I had gotten that I wanted to read. I'm pretty sure it was a series. Um, and so he left Friday afternoon. And I had, like, planned my, uh, <laughs> dinner of appetizers or something. Girl and dinner. Girl dinner. <laughs> um, and so, and I had planned to just, you know, read. And I, it was one of those, like, I'll just read until I fall asleep, you know? Like, yeah. I, it doesn't matter. I can stay up as late as I want. Like, I know Nick will be home and it's fine. Um, like, we got nothing going on next day Saturday. And so I read. And then I finished one book. <laughs> I was like, I'm not tired, so I'll keep reading. And I read a second book, and then I kept reading. And I think I got about halfway through the book, and I realized, oh, crap, it's 6 a.m. I'm pretty sure, like, from our previous discussions on his trip, he was going to get home by about 10 o'clock. And so I was like, okay, I need to lay down and go to sleep right now, so I at least have four hours of sleep so I can wake up when he gets home and be like, hey, everything's normal. (laughs) I, I went to a normal amount of time of sleep. <laughs> but I didn't even go to bed. I just, like, curled up on the couch and fell asleep Aww. on the couch. And I woke up when Nick came in the door. And he was like, what's going on? Why'd you sleep on the couch? No reason. <laughs> just I taking a mid-morning nap. I didn't, I didn't do anything <laughs> at all. Okay, so, I mean, that's my favorite. that's my favorite thing to do, is to find a complete huge section of uninterrupted time that I could yeah. just sit and read. So I got in around the same time I got in the habit or established the tradition that I took off work for my birthday mm-hmm. and I didn't do anything. I stayed at home, had my favorite snacks, my favorite things to heat up for meals and the books that I wanted to read or a movie I wanted to watch. And I would sit on the couch all day and I like set up my spread and just read or watched a movie and just did that all Made day. Made your nest. Made my nest. <laughs> and then, you know, and then when Nick got home, we'd go out and go out and celebrate. But yeah. that's been my habit is to, on my birthday, always find some way to just find a big section of time to just read. While traveling is probably my favorite time to read. Yeah. Like, I will yeah. usually bring a book with me on any vacation <laughs> I go on. Because, yeah. like, sitting on the plane or in an airport, like, it's just one of my favorite ways to just oh, pass yeah. the time. And it's that's probably one of my favorite places. And, like, big chunks of time to sit and read. Oh, yeah. You got nothing else to occupy your mind. Yeah. Might as well just sit and read. So, thinking about reading in various places while traveling, do you ever find that the situation you're in while reading affects the way you're viewing the story or vice versa, right? Like the book that you're reading has an impact on the trip that you were on or something like that. Like if I was reading a book about, let's say Jane Austen in I, England, in England. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think so. 
I mean, there are there are certain books that I've read that make me want to go to those certain places. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's like, I read a book that was about a woman traveling around Scotland, and it was just, ugh, I really, like, I, I really want to go to Scotland. Yeah. Like, I want to, I want to go to this place. But, I don't, like, the inception of I'm reading about this place and I'm in this place, I don't, I don't think I've ever experienced that. I just, I just know that they're, um, like, I... I think about books that I read and then I kind of remember where I was when I was reading them mm. and it kind of shapes the memory of that place or so like the first time I went on a cruise I was reading a book called Free Water and so oh, okay <laughs> cruising around <laughs> the Caribbean now yeah. it reminds me of uh, slavery in Virginia or something it's kind of like, or not they're not in Virginia they're in Georgia but um, so it's kind of a, like those those two things are linked in my mind for what seems like an inexplicable reason other than this was the book I was reading while I was traveling in that place. Yeah. So when's your favorite time to read? Where do you find that you like to sit and immerse yourself in a book? And, mm-hmm. and when was the last time you pulled an all-nighter? <laughs> all-night reading. On accident or on purpose. Yeah, because sometimes they just happen on accident. Like those memes where it's like, oh, I'm just going to read a couple of chapters. <laughs> it's morning. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? What happened? Okay, okay love, love you, bye! Thank you for listening to the Raven Bookery Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at raven underscore bookery. Check out all our original book-inspired designs for great gift ideas on our Etsy shop, Raven Bookery. Happy, Happy reading! reading.